What's up, WizKids? Welcome to another edition of Off the Bench. Jamal K. Davis here with Zach Rosen, Chris Gary, and back from the longest road trip of the season, one Jeremy Hyman. Thank you very much for gracing us with your presence again this morning, Jeremy. How you feel? Uh, it's good to be back in D.C., as is for th with the rest of the team. I think everyone's happy to be back. Everyone's um, happy to be back. I was happy to check in from the road last <laughs> Monday. I don't remember what city I was in. But Dallas. <laughs> okay. It's hard to keep track. Yeah. That, the whole thing is really a blur right now. I don't remember what day was what. I don't remember what city was what. I know... I remember the games. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what happened every day, though. Uh, it was so, it just felt like we were on the road forever. Uh, we were in in the city, you know, in Oklahoma and Dallas for like three days apiece, and um, yeah, that was that was a real stretched out five day yeah. five game trip. So, and obviously not the results we were hoping. Two for, and three, but a good ending. The ending was the most optimistic. Um, you know, even beating a team like Atlanta, who's the yeah. worst record in the NBA. But, um, but I don't care who you play. When you play like the way they did, I mean, it's it's still it's more about how the Wizards played, the more so than that they just won the game. It was mm -hmm. how they won. You know how they played, forty assists. Um, you know, without John. Yeah. And you know that was sort of you needed to see something like that, even against a bad team, just to sort of remember that this team can still be really good and play really well when they play like they moving the ball like they did at Detroit there was I was reading about a great exchange with Kelly Oubre he was phenomenal at Detroit yeah career high 26 points hit a yeah. three in front of Detroit's bench when they were like don't worry about Oubre leave him open <laughs> yeah he um yeah, he had it. That was a great night for him in Detroit. That um, that second half was really, really one of the better halves. You know, the team has played as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kelly's Kelly's had a great, you know, great third season here, and that's sort of one of the bright spots um, for a for a year that hasn't been as bright as we would have liked. Mm -hmm. But seeing him develop this year has certainly been a bright spot, um, and I think that will certainly open up you know the possibility of what's you know what this team's going to look like moving forward if he's going to be a big piece yeah uh, because his rookie deal will be up after next year mm -hmm. so we're still talking over a year and a half from now but that's sort of moving down the line but uh, the way he's playing and if he continues this sort of trend and keeps getting better and gets yeah. better next year too then there'll be some decisions to make here yeah trade deadline comes up february 8th it's yeah. right around the corner so yeah, yeah early be interesting early deadline this year um pre-all-star yeah. break we don't need another uh yeah boogie do you um, think trade. it was because of boogie that they moved it up because that kind of took away from the all-star game a little bit i don't know no. if it was necessarily because no? of that i, I mean i don't it, think one thing can do it but yeah. yeah it wasn't just yeah it wasn't like just because of that i mean that's I think there was a few reasons why, but, you know, part of it was just th the timing didn't really make sense for how it was, you know, right yeah. after All-Star break. Mm -hmm. and You'd have teammates that were, like, in another country, and then they'd be like, oh, look, we got a new player. Yeah. And it's kind of just, like, a weird time for everybody, especially right. if you're not in the All-Star game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he literally got told at the All-Star game. Right. After the All-Star game. I remember, yeah. like, walking out and then seeing on Twitter and being like... Yeah. You got to be kidding me. Yeah, yeah that walking was back to the hotel. It was very bizarre, like cap to the weekend. 
Yeah, it was really weird that we were in the post game yeah. media. <laughs> he was doing his post game media, and like people were like murmuring about it, mm-hmm. and he we weren't sure if he if knew. he even knew. And he, I forget exactly. I think they told him right as he was sitting down. Yeah, I think like, like PR like whispered to him. Yeah, that he might be right. traded. Mm-hmm. So it was weird, but and yeah. that's sad for him too because in this most recent game. Yeah. He got injured Terrible. out for the season to Marcus Cousins. And he, he was obviously in the conversation about what is New Orleans going to do, keep the Twin Towers or trade mm-hmm. one of them. And now, yeah, who knows? It's and really, man. especially with a new contract, contract coming year? Up, it, I mean, it's the worst timing possible. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's really tough for him. And all these, I mean, these players going down, Andre Roberson obviously is a yeah, less. Yeah, out for the season. Less, we'll um, talk about that for Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Is a less, he's like less of a star player. But the numbers, I know Zach was talking about it this morning in our office, the numbers with and without him on the floor for OKC are are pretty staggering. And so like all these all these injuries that are stacking up, um, it's too bad. Really, really good players. And to have it happen in the middle of the year when there's so much basketball left and so many like, mm-hmm. high-pressure games coming up that you want to see these guys in, I, I think especially for Boogie, I was really, really interested in seeing how those two and New Orleans as a whole yeah. would continue to grow together. You know, who knows if they were going to make a move or, or whatever the case, but I was really looking forward to watching them play down the stretch and and hopefully see them get to play in a playoff series yeah. after a full year, a full summer together. Um, it's just too bad. Yeah, always, yeah. always too bad. And um, I think we saw how good Oklahoma City was when we got to play them in th- Thursday night. And that was, mm-hmm. you know, with Roberson, who's a big piece of that, you know, especially defensively, mm-hmm. how good he can be. Yeah. Um, and now we'll see him tomorrow night without him. So we'll see, uh, you know, they're, they're obviously they still have their stars, but he was, uh, the team was 15 and 0 since December 1st with when he was in the starting lineup with their, with their, that full five mm-hmm. of Westbrook, Carmelo, Paul George, and Stephen and Adams. Stephen Adams. Um, so when Roberson was in there, they were fifteen and zero after they beat us, and then maybe sixteen and zero. I think they won again. They won. They played Saturday. Because they yeah. not lost. Day, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? They still haven't lost. No, they no, have not Detroit. lost. Right? Yeah, they beat Detroit. So maybe they were sixteen or seventeen and zero with him since December first. So obviously he'll be out of the lineup for the rest of the year, and we'll see how they look tomorrow night. Yep, tomorrow night. Um, Terrence Ferguson will probably play a lot more. He played big minutes he for them great. against the Wizards. He looked good. Yeah. Um, he's probably going to take on an even bigger role now. Um, we'll probably see even more of him tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm telling you, you know, even I talked to some OKC people when I was there and just watching them, like, they look like they're going to be, I think, are one of the real contenders. And not, not that that's like some kind of big bold statement with what they did but just because their record isn't like mm-hmm. with golden state and houston they're now 10 games over 500 yeah and they're what are they the 30 and 20 in the west seed, yeah um you know they're right around minnesota um i don't think they're going to catch you know those top teams in the regular season just because they're probably too far back but um, but when the playoffs come if you get second round thunder warriors yeah Westbrook, he said, "I'm coming." He said to Durant I, last season, "I'm coming." I mean, I, I'm just, right I just think that the, I think it's going to be a tough series, and that you know, we've, we, it's not like we've said it in the past. Even when, 
you know, Durant used to be on the Thunder. It was like that w- we knew that was going to be a good series. Yeah. They they did play last year, right? Didn't Yeah. Didn't uh, Golden they, State they, eliminated they them. Kill, did, Golden State killed them, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember my history. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, the I games just, are running I just together think, I think Jeremy. this year <laughs> the way that Oklahoma City's playing right now and I think this is about as good as, you know, this is them at their best. Mm-hmm. And I think them at their best can compete with Golden State, Houston. I mean, if Cleveland was at their best or whoever, yeah. I don't, you know. And what. the thing is, this season they've crushed every team that you mentioned. They, they beat them yep. handily this year. Yep. Almost like st- uh, those are their their statement games. Yep. Like, hey, and we're that's, ready. That's right. And that's what I was talking to the OKC, some of the, their people about similar to us because we had I think we had we were like a game apart when we played so mm-hmm. we were talking about how we're kind of the same having very similar seasons um you know record was close but you know they've lost to a, some sub 500 teams played down to their opponents similar to the Wizards mm-hmm. and they but they've beaten a lot of they good played teams, up to the big ones there I just I'm already excited for early May when the second round of the playoffs both sides west and east yep. I think there's going to be some very good series did you um, did you happen to talk fashion you know we got john wall with the shades kelly Oubre in the fashion did anybody talk about westbrook's yeah uh, someone asked me if i if i cut if i cut his shirt <laughs> um yeah that was russ actually arrived so early he was there before i was even there really so, yeah, yeah he's wow. like a four hour before he, the game guy. i think he was there at like three o'clock it was local it was like a seven o'clock local game and i think he was there at three um, yeah. So I, he was there before I was even there. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, he, he uh, certainly him and uh, him and John and Kelly certainly probably win the fashion. The fashion awards. forward guys. Yeah. Um, but if we, could, how was your outfit? Uh, that was the pink night. The if pink you saw, night. If oh, you yeah, saw, a lot, it was a lot, lot of pink. Sat courtside mm-hmm. for you know like we. Oh, we saw do. you a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, saw you a lot. So we had the pink on, and some of our camera guys all had pink on. Um, so yeah, it was a good fashion night. Not a great night, although the Wizards I thought played okay in that second half, especially yeah. offensively. They just could not stop Russell. I mean, I, um, I definitely you could talk about multiple games. What do you guys remember watching on the road? I, I halftime was probably one of the low points of watching a nationally televised game to hear yeah, like the Barclay. other. Guy, I mean, they were killing the Wizards, yeah. but yeah. then yeah. the second half, they but really showed up. I mean, you look at what Russ did, especially in the fourth quarter, and you could tell that something was wrong with John in particular, and then we find out, you know, in the coming days that he still has this knee soreness. And, mm-hmm. yep. You know, there's we don't have a lot of new information about that. All we know is that he, you know, he's said that he's going to go get a second opinion from his doctor in Cleveland, and I mean... I would expect him to play this week unless he hears really bad news. Uh, but yep. he's day to day, and but you could see in that fourth quarter it was like Westbrook, who's already like above and beyond everyone athletically, and yeah. then John Wall's maybe right behind him in terms of point guards, just like could not like, one two and assist going into that game. I mean, it's yeah. pretty crazy just watching him. And Jeremy got a really good look at him, but Bradley Beal was really good in that game in the fourth <laughs> yeah. quarter. He yeah. couldn't miss really, and yeah. he scored forty one and. That's encouraging. And then in Atlanta, I thought he was going to have to do so much more than he did. Mm-hmm. But the way the team played, like, 
what I wrote today in, in the article was that they played for each other like Brooks has preached since he got here, and they shared the ball. No one was focused on how many shots they were getting. Yeah. Was, the fast break was fantastic. Yeah. And, I mean, 40 assists, <laughs> that's a ton. I mean, the mm-hmm. Wizards have only done that like less than 10 times in their franchise history or something. Right. Yep. And Frazier was good. Sadaransky was good stepping up. But I feel like that game, it doesn't matter who they were playing, put whatever defense you want on the other side, the way they are sharing the basketball is going to be replayed in the locker room. When they have a bad game where, you know, there's too much iso ball, hero ball, especially late in the game, look at that tape, uh, just the extra passes, the Keith outlets. Morris had Keith, four threes. Yeah, and he, I game. was just watching highlights, uh, just you know, putting together some stuff we were putting out today. Like he had a few extra passes that were just huge. Yeah. Um. So, and yeah, I think Kelly. People are taking notice about Kelly now. He. I know the Pistons were were messing with him, like leave him open, which you kind of want to when that that death row lineups out there. Mm-hmm. But like, Kelly is a forty percent three point shooter and and gonna be in the six man of the year combo. If it wasn't for Lou Williams, he'd definitely be mentioned right. more. Yeah. yeah. And you look at the way that Kelly Oubre's progressed. I think. He, his shot is, I, I'm not, I'm not a professional, you know, shot doctor or whatever, but his shot is, is compact. There's not a lot of movement in it. The 40% ish, I think is more for real than it is. Like it is the first time he's done this, but I think he's going to be able to replicate that. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a guy that, that, that you know, he's going to have to be on the scouting report as a guy that you cannot leave open. Yeah. And the thing about the ball movement too that is so that i think is so important going forward is you saw keith get into a great rhythm you saw brad get into a great rhythm and it, it's helped by all by the selfless passing of guys like sato guys like frazier but when you get keith stepping into shots with confidence there was no hesitation on the on the part of anybody who is shooting that goes for Sato too mm-hmm. everybody just that when the team is in an offensive rhythm like that and you we know that Brad's a great rhythm shooter Keith is a great rhythm shooter that that template is going to work and certainly the Hawks are not a good defensive team they're not a good team in general right now but I think that's the kind of that's the kind of thing that the Wizards needed it's certainly what they need when we look ahead to OKC and and Toronto and and other teams that um, that you're going to need execution against because they are they're better they'll they'll test you on the defensive end and um, we'll just see going forward. I see Jamoke looking up Tim Frazier. Yeah, just uh, talk about him too because you mentioned him and he played great. Yeah, and the crazy mind blowing stat of the night is that he was the first player in NBA history to record 14 assists and three first blocks. Over, yeah. yeah, off the bench. Um, and it's just that that's an obscure stat, obviously, and you know, that exact line, of, of course, is hard to come by. But 14 assists off the bench, 23 is, minutes is crazy. <laughs> I mean, that that's just insane. And we heard early in the year from Scott Brooks that Tim Frazier is the kind of guy who can he can put the ball on the floor, he can move the ball, he'll push the pace. He obviously plays with a lot of intensity. Mm-hmm. He plays with a chip on his shoulder. We talked to him early in the year, and we know where he's been in his career. We know that when he's out there, he is going to give everything he has. Sato is another one that's like that, and we saw that against Atlanta as well. Um, but that's really important, and we saw how that affects guys like Brad and Keith. And yeah. 
the way that they were able to the way that they were able to score Otto too by the way in the second half really really stepped up and found his rhythm too um yeah when you got when you have facilitators that are just giving that are just getting guys the ball in rhythm and good positions to shoot and heeding their the advice of their coach mm-hmm. who who told them and C-, C Mills had a great story on on TV that night as well about if you're in the if you're in the position to shoot shoot the ball and shoot it with confidence and we'll see what happens and we saw what happened against Atlanta um but the second part of that is if you don't want to shoot then move it don't dribble it mm-hmm. and we saw that too 40 assists on 49 field goals is just absurdly good but the Atlanta game and the Dallas game were complete opposite games because sure. I f- I think the Wizards had a lot of those shots in Dallas and they just weren't going in which created this iso ball mentality of like, oh, our shots aren't going. We have to do something different. But in Atlanta, you saw they went in and they kept kept with it. And that theme has been resonated for months now, is that the team, when it doesn't make shots, gives up offensively in terms of style and strategy. And then defensively, it turns into, oh, we're not making our shots. Mm-hmm. Like, they focus on that. But this, this Atlanta game was a great way to end the road trip i mean it was probably the best offensive game of the season for the team one shy of the points uh, the most points they've scored in a game all year so yep. efficiency wise it was pretty fantastic and also i think an important part of that game where it might, might be overlooked is that mike scott really found his shot again in that game mm-hmm. and you know he came back to atlanta points. where he played for a long time his family still lives there so that mm-hmm. was really good they need him to continue you know it's understandable that he slowed down after that crazy hot streaky head. yeah but if he can get going again is the the seventh guy with kelly as the sixth it's huge yep all right jeremy we're putting you on the spot I you have some it, huge stories for us from the rows some big scoops um big scoops the uh what do we see um death wish did you like it with the whole team they really like that yeah that was good that comes out it doesn't come out for another month for the uh the general public but, yeah you know with our advanced screenings we Got uh some yeah that was a good one Bruce, shout out to tap for putting yeah, that Bruce together Willis, uh, yeah, big and, cast uh, yeah that was a uh, that was a good one it was an entertaining one um so that was in okc saw saw the movie yeah um I don't know if we, we talked about this, this on the podcast before you left. Did you really enjoy staying over in the city instead of flying out right after the game for yeah, a couple of them? Did I that think help? it's easier. It's so much more relaxing. I yeah. think it's easier. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's easier just um, I think it's better for sleep and stuff like that, too. But I know a lot of teams are doing that. That was probably you don't probably sleep. You're better. like a vampire. <laughs> yeah, um, I think. Let's see what else was on this. It was Charlotte. Oh yeah, so we got all the snow in Charlotte to yeah. start. Then it was. Uh, we thought we were bad in OKC. They just showed a stat that <laughs> the the Sixers have lost eighteen straight games to them. Eighteen straight. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, yeah. Um, that's wild. But that was uh, yeah. So then the, the weather weather got warmer as we went along. Dallas was nice. OKC yeah. was pretty mild. And uh, where did we just finish? Oh, Atlanta wasn't too bad. So. Any good restaurants? Uh, yeah, we had some good food along the way. Um, yeah. You have a favorite? Uh, Oklahoma yeah, Chris, City, Chris Mickey Miller. Mills. Chris Miller, no. Chris Miller took us to some spot in Atlanta with some good 
good uh, soul food. Yeah. Gus's again? No. Well, <laughs> we, yeah, they, they, went <laughs> they know us at Gus's. We went to a different <laughs> they spot. They definitely know us at Gus's. A different spot that was pretty good. Um, you got the waffles in OKC? Yeah, the waffles in OKC were amazing. Yeah. Um, a lot of good food. Um, yeah, it was, it was uh, you know, food-wise, pretty good trip. Obviously, record-wise, it wasn't. Um, moving forward now, we're taping yeah, this that's on uh, Yes, we're taping on Monday. Monday Get ready afternoon, for Oklahoma City so and then Toronto. Two big pivotal games. Yeah, so by the time this comes out, there could be some news about John. Um, that's I think that's going to be the biggest thing right now, what we have. We just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um it's you know it was reported that he was you know getting a second opinion in Cleveland today. Um, the land. We don't know when we'll know anything. It could be maybe we'll know something at practice later this afternoon. Maybe not. Maybe later tonight. Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't expect you to speculate, but just the spirit of John. How, was he John the normal John? Oh yeah, his spirit's good. I mean, he's spirit's definitely up. He's um he was laughing on the bench you know on Saturday mm-hmm. with the team in Atlanta and uh you know he's certainly certainly still himself so I think he's certainly seemed the same but I don't think he knows to be honest mm-hmm. I think that's why he's getting this checked out um just to put the timeline of what's gone on this season together um you know he he had the great workout you know the summer you know working out all summer to try to kind of get him in shape yeah um and then he came in was you know training camp was good uh early november i think is when he had he banged knees with someone mm-hmm. and then he yeah. had that you know he was sick and had he thought it, i remember him saying something about it was an iv you know ivs like and flu. Some, some kind of fluids that went to his knee um i don't know enough to know if that's what happened but that's sort of what he thought um, so then he had the knee issue. Then he he missed the, the two games in Toronto separate, you know, mm-hmm. at Toronto where his, you know, he missed those isolated games where he sat out. Um, then he had the injections in his knee, the PRP injections right around Thanksgiving. You know, after that Charlotte game, he missed about about two and a half weeks. He mm-hmm. came back, I think, for the Clippers game in mid-December. Grizzlies, yeah. Oh, Grizzlies. The Grizzly. 13th, yeah. yeah. So it was right after that, yeah, that around that back-to-back. Um, and then he uh, – so then he's played since then. And, and you know, actually it was the Grizzly – it was the game in Memphis in early January. I remember where he had that, you know, that Before huge dunk. Before the back-to-back with Milwaukee. Yeah, but he had that huge dunk in Milwaukee – in Memphis, like around January 6th-ish. Um, yeah. Yep. That was uh, and that was. I remember him mouthing th- that he's back, and I remember asking him about it after. After the game, and asking him if he, you know, if he felt that he's a hundred percent again, and he said, you know, yeah, he's like that was as good as he's felt, and he's, you know, feeling great again. Um, and then since then, you know, there's just been some lingering issues with his knee, and we saw it the most over this last road trip mm-hmm. uh, where he didn't he didn't practice or go through a shoot around the entire trip and I think just seeing that it's somewhat troubling to see that because you know you know he he they I know that they want to you know rest him when they can and give him his time off but to see yeah. him 
you know, not participate. You know, when we had two days off in between games and not mm-hmm. to go through any of the shoot-arounds or any of the practices, but he was trying to play through the games. Yeah. Um, but to see it not improving, that's probably where it's a little bit troubling to see. Um, and, and now we you, you just don't know that it's sort of been, you know, we're a few months after his procedure and it's uh it just uh it just doesn't it doesn't seem to be getting to a hundred percent like we had hoped so that's probably and i think he could play through this it seems like he wants to i don't think they want him though you know we're in january still yeah to have to go these last three months of the season and then the playoffs where it's no practice, no shoot around, all the treatment he needs just to play in game. You know, that's what he had to do a few years ago. Yeah. You know, before the that first year we went to the playoffs. The, well, the or, or the 15 or the, 16 season when he, you know, then when he had the surgeries after yeah. the year on both oh, knees. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was, you know, it was like a whole process just to get him ready to play for one game. Mm-hmm. And he would, you know, you could see he'd play through it and he's still good. He's not, he's not gr- as great as he can be when you see him, you know, trying to play through it. But, but um, I don't think they want him to go through, you know, to have to deal with that all this whole second half of the year. Yeah. So hopefully they'll take care of it now. Maybe he has to rest and sit out till the all-star break or I don't know. I'm, that's pure speculation. speculation. So yeah. I don't want to get too much into that. Yeah. But just thinking sort of logically, if you have to rest him, you want to do it now um, and get him as close to 100% for the stretch run for the playoffs and We've seen that they can win, they can win in the regular season enough games without him. I think to still be a playoff team, it's not like, you know, look how well they played in Atlanta without him. They played, I mean, they should have been a, even better than they were without him when he was out in December. They got you a know. win in, in Toronto mm-hmm. without right. him. They beat Toronto, who Toronto never loses at home. They beat Toronto in Toronto. There was a few games that they gave away that they should have won without him during that stretch, or they could have been a couple game, you know. Uh, Bradley like, Beal won them at Portland. The yeah, the game at Portland game. was a big win. I mean, they, they can win not long-term or not in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to win anything without him. But just setting themselves up, I think they can win enough games without him. So it's um, – I don't – I think they he knows that if he needs to sit down, he can rest, get it or, – or whatever, you know, if he has to get some kind of procedure done – um, obviously, we hope it's not going to be something long term where he has to get any kind of, yeah, you know, surgery or, but but you know, for his sake and for his career, you want the best. What's going to be best for him and for this team long term? So, uh, I, that's just sort of where we are right now with John, and that's going to be kind of the biggest looming storyline until we know something, which could be later today. So by the time this drops, this, yeah. there could be information. Two, two out. o'clock, three o'clock by the time sure. practice ends. We got yeah. two big games, Oklahoma City Tuesday and then Toronto on Thursday. Uh, be interesting to see if he maybe sits out against OKC, but maybe plays against Toronto because of this Eastern Conference. You know, maybe want to start looking ahead to the playoffs, home home court advantage for the teams. What do you see, start with you, Zach, about what they need to do differently this time against Oklahoma City? They can't turn the ball over. I mean, they turned it over 23 times for 36 points off turnovers. Still came back in the game, but Paul George especially was like outstanding defensively. I know Brad had 41, 
and Ross then had 46 <laughs> to one-up him because yeah. yeah. apparently he thought he was the last pick in the All-Star game. <laughs> and then he saw that John <laughs> that was Wall <laughs> was the pick before him. So he just had to take it all out. Like, that was the most Russell Westbrook thing I've ever heard. That uh, is, is just an awesome story. turnovers yeah. is number one. Two is you need to put a body on Westbrook and make him – He's been so he's been taking way less three pointers mm-hmm. since they've gotten a lot better. Their shot selection has, as a team, has gotten a lot better. So he to, took thirty three shots last right. night. To to limit him, you need to force him into tough shots, and that means late in the shot clock, when he makes moves off the dribble, you need to know his tendencies and that kind of thing. And then the third thing is to to find the weakling in their defense now, which is going to be Terrence Ferguson. I know he's long, but without Roberson. Uh, if you put in Ferguson for Roberson, they're like a 20, 20 points per prese- per 100 possessions worse defensively with yeah. Ferguson instead of Roberson. Uh, and their four-man lineup, no matter who the fifth guy is, those four guys are really good. They're going to give you an advantage. They're a winning team. But that fifth guy is so pivotal, especially against a team like the Wizards that can put five guys who can score on the floor at almost all times. So to me, it's they're still going to be figuring out how to fulfill Roberson's spot, but especially against a team like the Wizards, uh, that'll be interesting to watch. And I mean, the last thing is just like I said in Atlanta, you have to move the ball, especially yeah. if John's not going to play. Move the ball around. Don't get caught up in who's taking how many shots. I know Beal had a lot of success against the Thunder, so he and he's already going to get more shots because he's an all-star. But to really move it around and, and play with pace – um, OKC played super up-tempo in that game compared to where they usually play, so that was interesting too. But when you turn it over, it's like they're going to run. So, like They have yeah. the fastest player in the league <laughs> right. right now because John's lingering. Like Russ is the fastest player in the league right now when John's not you know, healthy. So And if John doesn't play, the thought of Tim Frazier and Thomas Adaransky having to guard Russell Westbrook, well, won't. Chris. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Frazier they won't. Frazier right. won't. Yeah, it's, it's, it'll, it'll increase the emphasis on defense for guys like Kelly – for everybody else to try to get to, to try to get in passing lanes to be active to just make it hard um russell westbrook is incredible and when you give him opportunity when you give him for a guy as athletic and as talented as him when you give him fast break opportunities i mean that's that's free points mm-hmm. and, and you just can't do that and so i agree with zach i mean that's that's the that's the key to beating them is not letting is first not beating yourself and and not giving them additional opportunities. We know they can score in pretty much every way that you that you can want with guys like Carmelo and and Paul George, who is by the way re- he's just really really good. Now he's going to be and an all star. Now he will be an all star. He deserves it. He maybe is, won't play as angry. Yeah, <laughs> he's Same he's just Russ. we knew he was good when he carried a, a bigger burden in in Indiana. Indiana. Yeah, Indiana, but. When he has a guy like Russ on his team, guys like Steven Adams, they they have a lot of players, and mm-hmm. and we we saw where mismatches can be created. Steven Adams is a load. Um, Paul George is incredibly tough to to stop when you have to worry about other guys. So it's it's first not beating yourselves. I know that Coach Brooks will probably say that later this afternoon against them is is the turnovers will be a big will be a big emphasis, and. Um, yeah, we'll just we'll just have to see. We'll just have to play smart, smart basketball, and have the same mentality that they had against Atlanta. The ball always moves faster than anybody can dribbling it, and so continuing with that trend will be 
will will be helpful no matter who the opponent is certainly against okc there will be defensive holes you just got to find them and and one way to do that is is keeping the ball moving and and giving yourself the most chances to find the most the most spaces and i think that hopefully they will do that the other note for tomorrow is that we have um the district jersey debuting for the first time the new jersey so the city edition so yeah we've got some fun creative and stuff planned on social that'll be good and just come on out and see the jerseys in action i think they're really great i think fans already really like them so come out get yours and and um welcome the guys home it's been a while it, and the last thing with the Thunder is Steven Adams was, like, dominating the paint in the really, first quarter really in the good. last game yeah. and, like, set the tone. Cannot let that happen again. Um, I could see Maheen me playing more this game, and he's been really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gortat had a better game in Atlanta, but there's just a lot, like, there's a lot of toughness that you need against OKC, and whoever is willing to, you know, fight in the in the war is going to play. And, I like, that's what I foresee happening um they also might go small because without roberson they have to like really shift a lot of stuff like yeah so i don't know the, the thunder aren't like the deepest team in the nba they just got a lot of guys that can do stuff like like jeremy grant uh josh eustace like these defensive juggernauts that really can't score so when they're out on the floor they, they'll go like five five deep from their bench against like we the wizards do that too not as much of, of late but you have to take advantage of that. Like, yeah. No Westbrook or George on the floor. You have to score. Yeah. So, I don't yeah. know. I'm really looking forward to that. The the marketing involved with the jerseys and it's going to be a great game. I know yeah. Trump has his State of the Union at that night too. But you know, this is the real show in DC. This That's is right. the real show. Yeah. The the state of the Washington Wizards will be on display coming up tomorrow night as the Washington Wizards take on Oklahoma City Thunder. One of the top teams in the Western Conference. The connection between the two teams. Jeremy Grant, his father played for the Washington Bullets. Harvey yep. Grant. wonder if he will be here for that I'm game sure he tomorrow. Will be. So it'll be, that'll be exciting. Uh, and we, as Chris mentioned, the new City Edition jerseys. The District of Columbia. Let's say of Columbia at the bottom. The new jerseys Shout will be out. Hopefully you'll be able to, yeah, <laughs> make, sure, <laughs> make sure you get that jersey in the team store. They've already got walls I think and the, Yeah, they're online, too. Yeah, they're online. And I saw I was at the Nike store in Georgetown. You can buy it there. I mean, yep. they it really got nice. this stuff out. Yeah. I mean, it took a while, but they, they got it yeah. out when we yeah. when we needed it to be. Yeah. So. yeah. Jeremy, all, any final all thoughts? Stuff is ready. Anything? Final thoughts. On tomorrow night's game, let's, being back home. Yeah, let's, let's get these eight games going into the break. Let's... Uh, <laughs> Let's get some momentum going. That's okay. my final thought: is play, play like they like they played in Atlanta. Uh, these are these last eight are going to be very tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, not last eight, but these eight going into the break. You got right, right. Yeah. A lot uh, of games, a lot of, and a lot of more road, more road games. Yep. Um, we got another trip coming up next week. Some these three home games before the break: Toronto, yeah. OKC, and Boston. Woo! Juggernauts. That, that's yeah. that's about as tough as it gets. And then you got, you know, some tough road games. So if they Phil- could get, if Philadelphia they could get going, is like low key, teams. like right behind us now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Standings. They've yep. played really well, and we've got them twice this month coming up. Yeah. So, but, yeah. The la- the last note there is that the Wizards have never gone on a, they've they've never been on a three game losing streak. 
but we also haven't put together a big like you mean this season yeah, yeah this, right. this season. Right. yeah yeah um and that's impressive but they're keep they've they've let a couple games go at times where they could have used it. Wins big winning streak, right? right? That's what you're there, saying. There are times where there there could have been a spark for a good run of wins, mm-hmm. and that keeps getting interrupted. And they've they've never let it slide. They've never gone on a big slide, and I think that's a credit to them as well. But um, well, hopefully, let's get something going. Yeah, let's hope we can get something going. Yeah, hopefully, you've enjoyed this uninterrupted podcast. February and March are just brutal. They're really after the All Star break. Yeah. I just looked at March. With there's there are two games against non-playoff teams, I believe. Yeah. Two right now, yes. <laughs> it's gonna be That's tough. Correct. Yeah, it's gonna be tough, but yep. it'll be exciting. You root on the Washington Wizards and their march to another season, third consecutive season, making the playoffs. It will be exciting. And uh, but let's not get too far ahead. We got Oklahoma City tomorrow night. That'll be fun. Here, wearing the new district jerseys, city edition jerseys. Uh, WizKids, hope you enjoy Off the Bench. A lot of good info. Glad to have Jeremy back, everybody. Jeremy's <laughs> back in the in the building, even if it's only for a week before he goes back out. All right, that'll do it for Off the Bench. For Chris Gehring, Zach Rosen, Jeremy Hyman, I'm Jamoke Davis. Ciao for now, everybody. Yeah.